the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, we have a full plate today. A lot of local news, a lot of national news. Appreciate you joining us here on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. And thanks to those of you who uh, last night on Facebook uh, noted that uh, I'm now doing a Bruce Hooley after show on our Facebook pages, uh, the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, not on 989 The Answers Facebook page. We may do that. Uh, want to get that cleared before I just go ahead and do it. But I have a couple other personal Facebook pages, so you can catch the after show there. It's a place where we uh, clean up the leftovers. And when we have as much on the plate as we have today, uh, there will inevitably be leftovers as we stay abreast of all the things that are going on as we talk to you. And we appreciate you joining us on 98.9 The Answer in Columbus and 94.5 The Answer in Dayton. What will we talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about uh, somebody smart, really, really super smart, who has figured out the exact messaging. In fact, I would call it a master class on how the Republican presidential candidates should position their position on abortion. Stand by for that. Uh, we do have uh, more evidence, as if we needed it, which we don't, but we always enjoy having more, that Corinne Jean-Pierre is an epic disaster as a White House press spokesman, which I guess if they didn't know by now in the Biden administration that if you don't write it down, Corinne Jean-Pierre can't possibly expouse it from the podium. She is not good or even moderately acceptable thinking on her feet. Now, that would require thinking. Uh, then, well, buyer beware on that when you want a, a black gay press secretary because her chief qualities are that she is black and she is gay. Uh, you're probably not going to get somebody who can off the cuff answer a question that happens to come at them, not even out of left field. This one didn't even, not even as far as third base. I mean, I think if Joe Biden's going to announced that he's running for re-election, what questions should you be ready to answer? Will the 80-year-old president who will run for re-election when he's 82 and finish his second term when he's 86, does he agree to serve all eight years? Does he feel up to it? Does he promise to do that? I mean, after all, if you're asking for people's vote, will he actually be their president? Uh, she whiffed on that, uh, which is wonderful to hear, and we will have that for you first. But let's start with some bad personal financial news for you. If you own a home or land or any other uh, real estate asset in central Ohio or the surrounding area, hmm, we see you coming. Intel over there in Licking County. You, who, what was it, like a month ago, I told you, your summer energy bills were going to skyrocket? Well, they'll have company because your soon-to-be-adjusted real estate taxes are going to see that increase and go even higher. Yes, those meddlesome folks from the auditor's office are about to visit your neighborhood. And that new deck you put on, that addition to your home, that remodel, that whatever, 
likely going to be used as the evidence to hike your property tax bill. And these hikes might be historic in their ascent. Uh, Michael Stinziano, who is your Franklin County auditor, tells WSYX News, that's Channel 6 and Channel 28, I believe, on Fox, that he projects, this is the auditor, projects an increase of 30 to 35 percent in your real estate taxes for the 450,000 properties located within the confines of Franklin County. And in Licking County, you might expect it to be more, and you would be right, because if Intel comes in, given the fact that we cannot build homes fast enough for all the brainiacs that will soon be here to make their average salary of, what is it, $130,000, the average salary everybody's supposed to make in Intel, that tends to drive a demand for housing. Well, I mean, if there's a demand for housing, then the prices for housing go up. And if the prices for housing go up, then what does that mean? It means the house is worth more. Hard to separate those two inseparable facts. Then, of course, the government, if your house is worth more, is going to want to charge you more. And they expect the taxes in Licking County to go up 50 to 60%. Youch! That does not allow you to sleep well, even if you have a MyPillow and a MyPillow mattress topper and Giza Dream Bed Sheets. You will have trouble at least falling asleep knowing that your real estate taxes are about to skyrocket. Uh, they talked to, WSYX did, a guy who lives in Worthington who said that in 2022, the taxes on his home, the assessment, the value, and they assess the value uh, based upon your home. And by the way, nobody would sell their home for what they say the assessed value is. The assessed value is ridiculously low relative to what you could sell it for, but your taxes are based upon the assessed value. And so you've gotten used to paying those taxes and you really don't want to pay more in taxes unless you're some kind of a fool because you can look around you and you can see all kinds of government waste and why would you want to fund that unless you're the so-called cultural critic who wrote an opinion piece in the dispatch today that I will tear apart piece by piece. Uh, You don't want to pay more taxes, but you're going to have to. This guy's Worthington house in 2022, his tax bill or his assessed value of the home jumped 67%. 67 percent from 246,000 to 411,000. By August, they are expected to have all this wrapped up. Now, I think my brother one year worked for the county auditor's office going around assessing homes, and this was a long time ago. And people then didn't like people coming around and asking the questions that are asked. Hey, uh, I see you build a new barn. Oh. I remember when the assessor in my county said, Ah, oh, I see you built a new horse barn back there. Mm, I didn't say much. Any other improvements you've done? I'm sorry, I have laryngitis. Can't speak. So, expect that to be coming. Uh, crime in Columbus continues to be a thing. We have good news. Great job, CPD. I told you about the murder of the gas station store clerk who was almost ready to quit his job. He was from India. He was going to help his family. They have two people in custody for that murder. And as is so often the case, 
the murder of a young life ends that young life, of course, but also ends other young lives when, almost inevitably, people of the same age bracket are guilty, or at least presumed, they're charged, they're charged, not presumed, they're charged with the crime. Who murdered the 24-year-old gas station clerk? Well, I don't know, but who's charged with it? A 22-year-old and a 17-year-old. Wow, isn't that special? Yes, the 17-year-old Daryl Christian is charged with a delinquency count of murder in Franklin County Juvenile Court, which means what? He'll probably be out stealing cars by the end of the week. Probably, if he's charged in Franklin County Juvenile Court, because to put him in jail would be... uh, he might think he's a criminal then. It might ingrain criminal behavior. That's why they can't put any car thieves in jail who are teenagers because the Franklin County Juvenile Court judges say, well, you know, when you put a, a teenager in jail, all he does is learn how to be a criminal. I've made the point a million times. I'll make it again. If he's stolen a car, he need not learn how to be a criminal. He already knows. Now, yesterday, if you were on I-71 South, I hope you got a nice view of the uh, parking lot that ensued when they shut the interstate down for three hours in downtown Columbus on reports of a shooting. It was a road rage incident. Yes, somebody was hit. They're in the hospital in stable condition. Oh, man. Now, uh, I have expressed on this show and will continue to express on this show how aggravating it is that In the state of Ohio, there are babies aborted every day against the law of the state of Ohio. You say, why aren't people going to jail? Because we have an activist judge in Cincinnati, Common Police Court, in Hamilton County, who has issued an injunction to stop the enforcement of the heartbeat bill in the state of Ohio, duly enacted by the Ohio General Assembly, signed into law by the governor, affirmed by voting a supermajority of Republicans into the Ohio General Assembly, affirmed by the overwhelmingly by the electorate of the state of Ohio. Nevertheless, it's not being enforced because of one activist judge. Well, hmm, the door swings both ways. Sorry about it, city of Columbus. Your unconstitutional efforts to usurp the Second Amendment and pass gun legislation, therefore stopping people from their constitutional right to bear arms, has itself been stayed. Good on you. Delaware County Judge David M. Gormley, who issued a preliminary injunction yesterday on behalf of six Columbus residents who sued the city, saying the ordinance violates Ohio's Constitution, not to mention the federal Constitution. Uh, City Attorney Zach Klein is vehemently against this injunction, which is how you know it's a great injunction. And Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost, of course, takes the opposite view of Zach Klein because Dave Yost is not woke and he's not a leftist, and he's not a Marxist. He says the injunction rightfully puts the city's heavy-handed ordinances on hold, while the merits of the case continue to be argued. Yes, Columbus will lose that, for sure. Yes, education, very important. We talked about it yesterday with uh, Yitz Frankie of... uh, an agenda, uh, an initiative, rather, that is a pro-school choice. And I am pro-school choice, and we'll have Yitz on the show again. And education is in the news uh, in a couple of different ways. 
the Ohio Teachers Pension Fund is considering paying the investors, the guys who do the investing of the astronomical amount of money in the Ohio Teachers Pension Fund, the people who move the money around, put it in stocks, bonds, CDs, this, that, the other. Well, they had a pretty good year, I guess, because they supposedly uh, had a almost 31% increase in uh, comparison to last year's monetary incentives. So they did very well. And so the people who hire them to move the money around are considering uh, giving them, no, excuse me, that was wrong. What I said was wrong. They had a very good year investing, and so the 31% increase is in the bonus that the powers that be in the pension fund want to give the people who move the money around. Okay, This would be like you investing your money with Josh Pick at Aptus Wealth Management and say, wow, Josh, you did a great job with my money. Uh, I'm going to give you a bonus and it's going to be a 30.6% bonus. I'm sure Josh would like that, but he would not expect it from you. And in the case of these people who are just doing their job, I'm not sure that's exactly kosher. And I'm not even a teacher, so I have no skin in this game. But the teachers are not happy about the fact that their pension fund overlords want to give a 30 1% bonus to the people who move the money around. And they're crabbing and infighting. And while that is somewhat entertaining to watch, it is mostly reflective of the fact that teachers have a pretty good gig. Public education in Ohio is a phenomenal gig. You teach for a while, you make a really, really good salary. You get your summers off. And if you don't have any integrity, character, all those things that really matter a lot, if you're willing to go along to get along, not push back against the teachers' unions telling you to uh, fly transgender flags in your classroom and school kids in the fact that America was founded as a horribly racist, awful, terrible place, if you don't mind that, then you can really make a good living and have a nice, pleasant, professional life as an Ohio public school teacher. And you know how you know it's a great gig is that anytime parents try to push back on anything going on in the schools that is counter to the ideas that, A, America's a terrible place and was founded to be a terrible place and is awash in systemic racism, or that, It's not a great idea to try to indoctrinate kindergarten, first, second, third grade kids in deviant sexual ideology, including the ultimate deviant and satanic ideology that boys can become girls and girls can become boys. Anytime there's any kind of a minimal resistance against those stupid, demented, demonic ideas, well, they fight you as if their economic life depended on it because they don't want to give an inch and won't give an inch. And they will label you with every awful, slanderous term they can. You are 
racist, sexist, homophobic, Islamophobic, transphobic, you know. They will try to ruin your business. They will try to ruin your family. Remember what they did to the two families at Columbus Academy that had the temerity to say, hey, we're paying $30,000 a year in tuition. Would you mind telling us who's on your school board here and how are decisions made regarding curriculum? (laughs) I'm sorry. You will pay your tuition and you will not get any answers to those questions. And if you insist on answering those questions, which the good people did insist on answering those questions, well, then we will just tell you that your kids can't come here anymore. And everybody who was your friend will be pressured to write you out of their lives and all that. That's how woke teachers and woke teachers unions, but I repeat myself, respond. That's how you know being a teacher and going along to get along is a really good gig. That's how you know. It's a tell. Okay? So it is not a surprise that teachers unions are pushing back hard against the expansion of ed choice in the state of Ohio or school vouchers or backpack bill or whatever you want to term it. Basically, what they don't want is they don't want you as a parent. Wait a minute. No, no. You just keep on paying your taxes. We'll just keep on taking your money. And A, we're not going to be accountable for what's going on in our schools. And B, if you take your kid out of our schools, guess what? We're still going to get to keep the state share of the funding that we get for your kid. But wait a minute, you're not educating my kid anymore. So what? That's their answer. So it does not surprise me that the opponents of school choice in Ohio have enlisted the empty-headed assistants of the Columbus Dispatch and one of their chief hit squad members, Anna Staver, to write about how awful and unaffordable and any rather lie she can come up with the expansion of ed choice in the state of Ohio is. And now the threat is, oh, now the threat is, oh. No one is asking this, by the way, on the side of school choice. No one, not one, no one is asking this. That in order to fund school choice in the state of Ohio, a portion of the state funding given to public schools, that a portion of that be given to fund the expansion of school choice in Ohio. No one is asking for that. But of course, that doesn't stop Anna Staver from writing about the alarming possibility that maybe in the future, at some point, they might be coming for the money that the state gives to you. Now, Uh, The city of Columbus, of course, is against the expansion. The city of Columbus City Schools is against the expansion of Ed Choice in the state of Ohio. Cleveland City Schools, Cincinnati City Schools, Dayton Public Schools, all those underperforming public schools are against it. They don't want to give any of their statement. And we'll have some of the numbers that will show you how crooked they are next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.